Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke Robert. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nick. On this podcast in particular, we're about to have a ball, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we're going to talk about. Yeah, who knows, man? It is late on Sunday, is it not? It is the witching hour. Is it? No, when, not when, yet. When is the witching hour? I think it's midnight, right? Is that midnight? I think that's technically okay, the witching hour. You don't have to look hour. it up. You don't have to look it up. Um, it's you know what? It's daylight savings time. It is. So it actually is later than that's what's going that's on. What's going that's on. what's going on. Maybe oh that's what's going God. on with Noki. We, well, well, I talked about Noki, but we didn't even explain who Noki explain. is. Explain. Yeah. Ashley's on a dog sit. Um, and the opposite side of Brooklyn that we usually podcast from. We're in the south. Yes. The south of Brooklyn. So I came and visited her just to do a little bit of, uh, P-casting. P-casting. Boy, that sounds horrible. <laughs> the witching hour, I did look it up. It's midnight. It's midnight. Yeah, okay. just so now you know. Anyway, so um, this dog that Ashley's uh, dog sitting is is acting a little strange, Ashley said, and I think we just figured it out. Yeah, it must be daylight savings time. It must be daylight savings time, baby. He's like, it is my bedtime. Why are you still awake? And but it's not technically his bedtime because we've all set the clocks back an hour. And not only uh, is it past his goddamn bedtime, but now he's got to sit and watch us do a podcast. Well, he's a big fan of the cast. Oh, he likes our pod. Yeah, he loves our pod. I, mean, I play it for him. I played him all the challenge apps. Oh, that's interesting. So has he seen any of the challenge? Oh, yeah. He's blind. He loves listening to he it. He's a blind doggy. <laughs> he's a cute doggy, but he's, he's a so blind doggy. He's cute. Um, so, it makes me want to get a dog. How do you think Lily would take it if we brought a little furry friend, another furry friend? Lily the cat? Lily, our cat. Our cat. I think it's my cat. Oh, back off. Listen, How my man. How dare you? She don't remember you. You abandoned her a few days ago when you came and stayed in Park Slope, Brooklyn. I'm going to smack you across this podcasting you, equipment. You know Lilith only. <laughs> Lillian? Is it Lillian or Lilith? It's Lilith. You know Lilith has only. You don't even know her name. <laughs> wow. Wow. Listen, I was the one who, who decided that we should extend her name formally. No. And I asked, is she a Lillian or is she a Lilith? No, that's not what happened at all. I called her Lilith for Lilith Fair, and you called her Lily Smalls for Biggie Smalls no. for the longest time. No, I didn't. You did. I did not. That's like a you joke. No. Do you understand? Like what you did. Uh-uh. Yeah, huh? No. Yeah, I didn't think of that. You, yes, you fucking did. I did not. I'll tell Why you, are don't. you cussing so much? You've already said GD. You've already said F. Our moms listen to this podcast. GD? Yeah. When did I say GD? Right in the beginning. Get dicked? <laughs> <laughs> I said that already? <sighs> GD. Listen, I curse on this podcast because this podcast is brought to you by fuck fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Nick has lost his mind. <laughs> Listen, it's been a long one this weekend, Ash. I'll this tell you. This whole week has been so long. And I, maybe I say this a lot, but something's in the air. Something's in the stars. Something is in the atmosphere. Oh, you it's know affecting what it is? all of us. Daylight savings time. No, it's oh. more than that. It's bigger than that, y'all. Um, Halloween came and went. and this As just, it does. Uh, this week's just been like popping. I feel like it's just been jam-packed. You had a huge day. I worked out. You know, that's Did you life. work out? Yeah, I, w I worked out. Interesting. You did mention to me on the phone earlier that you had gone to a class. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What class? It was a sculpt class. It was, uh, so it's like high intensity exercising training. It's called HIT, high intensity training. Listen, I went out with uh, my friend Natasha last night for dinner. Past guest, lovely comedian, wonderful person. Check it out. Ashley's best friend. She can't pronounce her name. I can too. It's Vane Blot. Ooh, 
I did it. Is it vein blot? Yeah, it's like an ink blot and vein like a vein. Okay. I did call her Van Blot. No, yeah. Van Blatt. Yes. Blatt. That's what I used to call her. Um, she just like really convinced me to do this free trial for class pass, which is a thing in New York City where you pay a certain amount of money and then you can take classes at any gym you want to. And so I went for it and I worked out at a ladies only gym today. So wait, class pass is kind of like uh, movie pass. Mm-hmm. So like certain yeah. gyms do it. Not every gym. Correct. You can't go to an Equinox and just nope. screw around in there for uh-uh. crying out loud. They'll throw you right out of yeah, there. Yeah, they won't even let you in the door. Um, well, okay, so this one was called Sculpt. Yeah, it was at Uplift Gym, which is an all-ladies gym, which was f- I kind of liked. I liked there not being guys around, but the all the women that were there were a little, they were like, Sweaty. They were like me. They were just a little squishy. I like being I like being in a gym full of models because I'm like I like to look at beautiful people and be like oh I could be that if I keep going to this gym but this gym was a lot of squishy ladies. It was, it's squishy in the way it, so they go to this gym because they they feel more comfortable because they're yes. a bunch of squishy ladies. Yeah, there were no men around. I liked that. Yeah, <laughs> boy, men just ruin everything, huh? They really do. They yeah. bring strange vibes. I mean, I think if you're working out, you're getting sweaty and you look over and there's some hot dude, you know, naked showing his butt off. Then it like throws. Wait, hold on, wait, back the <laughs> truck up. What in the fuck, fuck are you talking? <laughs> are you trying to tell me you go to a goddamn a, a, a get dick gym? Guys, we are losing our <laughs> mind. Send help. We're in Park Slope. So wait a minute. You're trying to tell me that uh, you go to these g- gym to check out naked men? I no. Mean, this is what your favorite part of a gym? I mean, for crying out loud, I your mother listens to this. It's the worst part of a gym. Oh, the okay. worst part is the male form. Yeah. Well, depending on what you're talking about, I enjoy the male form. Um,. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to let you finish that. You didn't, though. You had to say that. You I had was, to say that. I'm letting you go for it. Well, listen, Ash, I'm, I don't know what the hell we're talking about <laughs> at this point. That's why it's very important that we do pre-pod uh, meetings. Yeah. A pre-pod meeting always helps, but yep. it's not working this time. We're just running and rolling. Uh, so, yes, it has been a long weekend. Uh, I, once again, update, my knee's all screwed up, <laughs> and it's still... Nick is just wobbling all over Brooklyn. You know, I'm supposed to be resting, icing, all that good stuff for my knee, and instead all I've been doing is traversing the city yeah. all for the past three days. That's all I've been doing, and it's taken a toll. I mean, the biggest, the worst part, this is, this is a classic, what it's like to live in New York City is that on a weekend you have to do, you have to work. And for some reason, every single one of the trains that you're supposed to take is being rerouted or isn't, isn't running for some reason. If you do not live in New York City, I want to tell you real quick about the horror show that is the trains this weekend and this month, the MTA has shut down like all of the trains or they're all running on select service. So it takes like an hour and a half to get anywhere. It's pretty miserable. And so I I think they're trying to get people to move out of the city. Yeah. I don't know what's going on here it's shocking um but because, i oh go ahead well i was just gonna say i th- had thought i assumed that the the trains that are normally down and have been down every weekend for the past month and a half were down again this weekend as they were last week weekend as they were are going to be next weekend and it turns out they weren't and i didn't find that out until i took the longest out of the way detour to get yeah. back to my home doubled my trip I got a bum leg, but the, but I got a bum leg, and I'm walking around, and I don't look like I have a bum leg. 
because I'm working with it in the way I kind of I don't want to be ostracized by society. So I don't favor it in a way that somebody who has a bum leg that you can notice would favor it. You right. Know? So no I'm, one's getting up to give you a no, seat. No. And I can't I also can't take the the like somebody gets up and it's a packed train. I yeah. can't be the guy that takes that seat. You got to let an old lady take it. I'm just not fat enough. I, I kind of feel like if I was I don't know. If I was 100 pounds heavier than I am now, I could sit down. If I could fit, I could sit down in those seats and no one would look the other way. You know, no one would look in my direction because they'd be like, that guy is so fat, he needs to sit down. Now, I knew you when you were 100 pounds heavier and you would not sit on the train <sighs> because you didn't want pounds. your body to touch other bodies. You had yeah, a weird of body course. thing. I didn't want to touch anybody. I still don't want to touch anybody. But I also knew that my fat ass couldn't fit in that spot. <laughs> and I wasn't about to squeeze my fat ass next to other people's fat asses. I understand that. At this point, I fit in smaller spots. Not much smaller these days, honestly, guys, if we're going to be honest. I mean, I'm still like down 60 pounds or 70 pounds. You gained but... 40 pounds back? No. What? Is that Don't what bring that said? up on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. You're the one that's saying the numbers. Listen, I lost like 108 pounds and I've probably gained, hmm, I probably gained, yeah, probably gained 30 pounds back. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? I can't eat the way I was eating forever and ever. It's It's a crash diet, Ash. The keto guido is a sham, all right? <laughs> I'm not doing that. Well, I think you look very handsome. Yeah, I look fucking great, okay? <laughs> but uh, the thing is, it, you know, I, I was uh, doing well until I bummed up my knee. Yeah, you was, were going to the gym every the gym. day. I was going to the gym five times a week, and uh, I was enjoying my progress there, and it has all slowed down. Yeah. All right, folks, I think we are going to take a break here, and when we come back, we are going to talk about some reality TV. See you in a second. And we're back. So this week, Nick and I started a new series called Risking It All, and it is a TLC series. No, um, I'm sure it's not real, right? I mean, not real. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it's not real. That was a figment of my imagination. No, I'm sure it's not new. It's not new. New to us. New right, to us. Right, right, right. It came out in 2014. Um, now, I have to say, before we get into this, this show broke my basic uh, rule to avoid all TLC shows. Right. Not a fan of the reality genre that is found on TLC. I don't know why, but I don't like any TLC reality shows. I've tried. I'm not a fan. But this show, I really did enjoy. We watched the first two episodes. I'm just going to give you guys a little um, summary from their IMDb page. This show depressed me, by the way. Oh, yeah, interesting. I'll go, I'll go ahead and say it right now. Depressed okay, so me. Here's the synopsis of the show. Escaping the pressures of modern society proves to be an unforgettable and life-changing adventure as three families set out to live off the land. These families not only unplug their smartphones and tablets... But they also give up electricity and running water for a life off the grid and a drastic last resort to reconnect with each other. From attempting to save their marriage to dealing with family illness to regaining control of their relationships, each family has a different reason for embarking on the journey of a lifetime. The three families pack up their homes, say their goodbyes to loved ones, and prepare for the challenges that come with trading in the luxuries of modern-day society for a self-sufficient life. In a world where we have more forms of connection than ever before, we tend to lose ourselves in constant connectivity. 
Risking it all captures something many modern-day families can relate to, a strive and struggle to revisit building relationships and getting back to basics. Yeah, so uh, that's that's what the show is about. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, three families decide that they're going to go off the grid 100%. They're selling their houses, they're quitting their jobs, they're taking their kids out of school, and they're going to go live off the land. And um, it seems like a mistake. Are they quitting their jobs? Because what it seemed like to me is like most of these families, uh, the matriarch and or patriarch of the family lost their job. And instead of getting a new one, they said, you know what, y'all? Why don't we just uh, throw it all away? <laughs> we'll just throw out all our shit and move to the woods. Yeah. And it's like, we'll figure it out. Yeah. And, and none of these families, to me, uh, struck me as like families that could survive in the wilderness. Not at all. We've got three different families. We've got um, one family. Everyone, by the way, is from like South Carolina or Georgia. So this is like a very southeastern show. One family that's just straight up like a Jesus family. I'll say it right now. They are a church family. There's a lot of talk about God. Uh, The father talks a lot about how he's the leader of the family, which is a Christian rhetoric I remember from growing up in the Bible Belt. And this family, basically the dad uh, lost his job and they decided to go live off the land. The second family is um, struggling with marital problems. (laughs) I'm laughing because this seems like the worst idea to go uh, try and forge an existence without any modern-day advantages when your marriage is falling apart. Yeah. But it's a mom and a dad who are like, we're not getting along. So we thought, hey, let's take away all the distractions and really work on our marriage while our three sons try and navigate the wilderness. By the way, these three kids think they're only going to be there for the summer. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, we'll be there uh, for three months, and then mom and dad said we'll come home and we'll play video games for the rest of our lives, just like we always wanted. It's very, it's a bad idea. And then, like, uh, as soon as the kids leave the room, the parents are like, yeah, we, uh, we didn't tell them that this is going to be uh, for the rest of their lives. We didn't tell them that, that we were actually going to move to the woods until we all are dead, <laughs> which will probably be in a few weeks. Well, no one said that, but that is the general idea. Hey, uh, you know how, um, son, come here. You know how I said that uh, it was only going to be for the summer that we're uh, moving to the woods? Well, I threw out all of your shit, and now we are going to go into the woods and get eaten by bears. Do you mind? Do you mind? Oh, Christ. (laughs) Can you guys hear that? (laughs) There's a dog whimpering in the background. Could this day be any rougher? Get it? Uh, Listen. All right. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know, folks. Um, So the other family is a dad and a mom who are clearly very in love with each other. They keep saying that they're each other's best friends. They have three uh, daughters who are all precocious. And um, the the reason they're going to live off the land is because the mom suffers from like a lot of autoimmune disorders, I think. She has arthritis and some uh, tissue-related issues. And she thinks that if she removes the trappings of modern life and she gets back to the land, she focuses on a a plant-based herb-infused diet, then she will recover, I think was the idea. Like the opening uh, scene with this family and this mother, who's unfortunately not, uh, you know, she seems like she's doing okay, but she seems like she's in a lot of pain. She's throwing out like tens of 
bottles of pill like lots of pills just she's pills, throwing, throwing pills them out. in the trash yeah and her husband's like you want to throw out all of your prescriptions and she's like yeah she's like yeah we're going to the woods yeah. to die like yeah. why? <laughs> why no one said they were going to die in the woods that's the second time you said that i just kind of feel like that's what they were preparing to do they're kind of like listen this world we live in right now ain't cutting it yeah we need to move on to another plane yeah and the only way that we're going to get there is if we go to the woods and just get <laughs> eaten by bears <laughs> So the first episode is sort of meeting these families and watching them say goodbye to their loved ones, um, which was pretty sad. You know, lots of it's hard for me to watch these like 13 year old girls saying goodbye to their best friend that they grew up with since they were five and being like, yeah, I don't know how we're going to communicate because I'm going to be in the woods and, you know, have a great life. It's it's got to be, I don't know, traumatic for these children. Yeah. Um, And then. The some of these families, you're just looking at them and you're like, you're not going to make it. I mean, the family that is fighting in their relationship, of course, but the second episode in, they're fighting out in the woods. Hey, yeah. Uh, how come um, you know how we were fighting in a house and we had all the amenities and like a bathroom <laughs> to take a shit in and also a refrigerator to eat some foods. Um, and But for some reason, when we threw out all our belongings and went to the woods, we're still fighting. What's the deal? I thought that was supposed to fix everything. And then the guy's like, yeah, it will fix everything as soon as that bear reaches this campsite and eats us all (laughs) and puts us all out of our misery. None of these families seem like they were woodsy people. Now, we watched a couple of episodes here and maybe the next episode two. That family turns out that the the guy in that family was like he seemed like he kind of knew what he was doing. Well, she said he had a background in construction and 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 he was able to find dig a hole, find like a running brook. Yeah, he found a water source. He tapped a spring that was underground and uh, he he hooked up a hose. Yeah. And then the I think the real big highlight of episode two was when the crawdads got stuck in the hose. Yeah, there were a bunch of crawfish <laughs> got stuck in this hose. Boy, oh boy, was that 40 <laughs> minutes of entertainment. I don't know about this show, guys. I just don't know. I love it because I, I entertain ideas of going off the grid. Like, I find that to be very a romantic sort of fantasy. Like, oh, yeah, go back to the land and, like, don't have Instagram and, you know, got to fend for myself, connect to nature. I think that as a young child, I sort of imagined I would do that with the freedom of adulthood. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go live off the land. You know, I read My Side of the Mountain, I don't know, five times. And so this is this appeals to me in that way. But these people seem... Um, unprepared and that is uh alarming and then there also seem the the fact that there are like kids involved who aren't fully aware of what's going on is upsetting but why did hey hey dad uh what are you using to stoke that fire with uh you you is that firewood but that looks like my playstation 4 why (laughs) why is it in the fire son we need warmth or we will die sooner than we than we had thought uh, yeah, the, the, uh, and I have a, uh, an adverse reaction to a show like this because I hate trees. <laughs> I don't like trees. I'd prefer to stay indoors. I want. I need the warmth of a screen. You know yeah. what I mean? You love a screen. Yeah. Also, I hate the in the synopsis of the show uh, when they were like, uh, "These families unplugged, uh, unplugged from their iPhones and they unplugged their iPads," and it's like none of these things are plugged in. 
yeah. maybe to charge, but uh, it's very much wireless technology. It is also sort of a faulty premise to be like, they are not going to be surrounded by any technology except for our camera crew. Camera crew that has uh, all the, but you know how they do that stuff. You know, they're not allowed to look at them, talk to them, all that stuff. I'm sure they, I'm sure they kept a safe distance from all that tech. Yeah, but if you are going into the woods for your illness because you want to get away from technology because you think it's adversely affecting you, then surely having a boom mic hanging over you is not going to help. But you can't touch it. And also, they weren't like hanging her out with boom mics in their home. Like that's not what they was was holding them back from connecting to nature. You know. Okay. It it was very much. It's very much the television. It's just a faulty premise to be like we're going to live without technology, and then they are surrounded by technology. I I I disagree with you. Tell me why. Because it's cinema verte. Okay. The the cameras are not there. Yeah, they are. The cameras are our eyes. Now, I was part of a reality show, sort of, um, last year, and I was that was like pretty low budget, and I there were so many cameras around. You saw that. You saw the production for that. Yes. That involved uh, like multiple cameramen, mic guys, pat mic packs. You know, batteries being changed, etc. There were so many batteries, man. You got to charge those batteries. Surrounded by batteries. So you're saying because there's mic packs on these people that it it cuts the pr- premise? In yeah, half? they're trying to live off the grid. I mean, all right. If you're trying to live off the grid, I would say maybe you have an argument by saying l- legitimately living off the grid, you're not being televised to uh, America. Exactly. They know who you are, where you are. You're not off the grid. You're right. very much the grid. You're exactly. the grid itself. Yeah. You're right. in the calls coming yeah. from inside the house. Right. And the oh, house nice. is the grid. And the grid is the... <laughs> <laughs> and the call is an actual phone that's ringing. The house on. is the grid, and the grid is the house. And the... So, yeah, I mean, what I, I also thought it was interesting, like, all these families, two of the three families went um, into the woods in North Carolina. Yeah. And one family went to uh, Oregon. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like... And no families went to Wyoming. What's up with that? Was that a thing that is that a place that you should go? Yeah, you're going just off the like, grid? Yeah, there's just nobody in Wyoming. You're talking about big sky country? I'm talking about big sky country. I, I learned recently that there are thirty one US cities that have a more of a population than the whole state of Wyoming. Wow. Yeah. Go to Wyoming. Go to does Wyoming have a lush uh, uh, wood wooded area. Yeah, but you know what? They probably have harsh winters. Maybe that's why they're not going to Wyoming. I'm sure Oregon has harsh winters. I would think so, but they were talking about they were in Kansas. Is that right? And they were like, yeah, Kansas has these harsh winters and harsh summers. So we're moving to Alaska. <laughs> Say fuck it all. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I I thought the kids were kind of interesting to watch them like sort of in. Uh, within 24 hours realize what their parents have done to them yeah where it's like lots of crying oh man there's this one family that has like a bunch of animals like that's their thing and like all their kids seem to be self uh, self soothing with animals yeah well the middle child is a rabbit breeder she has a rabbit breeding business she's 13 so she's in the throes of puberty and she's very concerned about her rabbits yeah and like if you mess with her rabbits she cops an attitude um, then the little sister, uh, who's, who we, we learn in the very beginning has a way with animals. I've never seen anybody have a way with animals like this girl does. Um, oh, those are her two parakeets or parakeets are her favorite things on the planet. Uh, they bring the parakeets in the car. The next time the cameras roll, turns out one of the parakeets flew away. <laughs> 
like literally five minutes into the episode you're like okay this girl has already the worst thing that she's ever witnessed happened in the first episode of this yeah and this family also brought like a bunch of dogs including like three puppies yeah like why are you bringing puppies out yeah, like, did you adopt puppies for this move? Listen, we didn't watch enough of these episodes because I'm sure the season finale they're going to eat those puppies <laughs> for sustenance <laughs> because they're caught in the woods and they uh, can't start a fire. I'm going to finish this. What this sh- this this series? Oh, I think about this podcast. No, <laughs> I'm like, going to finish this have- series. I want to see if this family breaks up. The, the family with this having marital problems. Mm. Three families go into the woods. One to fix their marital problems, one to fix their health, and one because they can't get jobs. Well, I would say episode two for that family, the marital problems family, was all about the marital problems happening in the woods. I yeah. mean, it, it doesn't look like they're off to, the, to a good start here. Not at all. Not at all. Well, I mean, I kind of feel like um, there, I, I would like to see maybe the opposite show. What do you mean? You take somebody who's off the grid, put them on the grid. Ooh. That, to me, is more interesting. Somebody who's been living in like a commune yeah. for, f- let's say, 40 years. Mm-hmm. They've missed out on the internet. Yeah. They come in, you throw them in this high, like a, a, like a smart house. Right. You know what I mean? Where like everything is voice activated. Alexa is uh, live and in person, walking around. You got to take the trains everywhere, but the trains are down. No. Wrong. <laughs> No, um, <clears throat> I would say, uh, let's see, uh, you can only communicate through text messages. You know, yeah. you got to make this person have to use technology to the fullest extent yeah. and see how long they it takes for them to become like a zombie like the rest of us. Or maybe it doesn't happen. Maybe after the 60 days, uh, you, it's they become like, a YouTube star. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> um, you know, first of all, that person would become a YouTube star. You just, all all you need is a hook. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wouldn't you, if if you said, oh, a guy who is living in the woods for the last 40 years yeah. has no idea about how society has uh, pushed forward. Yeah. Um, all this fucking guy knows is, is l- let's just say the TV. That's, that's, his, that's as high as technology got while this guy's been on Earth. Yeah. In his mind. Yeah. Then you, you are going to show him the internet. Wouldn't right. you watch a show where like a guy got to see the internet for the first time? I I think so, but I know that there are videos of people who were blind and then they got their sight back, and I've never watched one of those. So maybe I wouldn't watch a guy seeing the internet for the first time. That's boring, though. <laughs> I want to see a guy find out about Twitter. Why? Just because it would be interesting. Just you look at him and he'd be like, I want to see how long it would take this. Uh, and we'll say a man. Yeah. We'll say how long it would take a man to be enamored by the internet and then how long it would take him to look up porn yes just be like oh <laughs> oh oh this is a thing okay all right i'm good we're yeah. good now <laughs> i or don't need to go like back that. to the woods I'm yeah good. like i mean i want to see if, if if all of the uh if, if if like youtube would be as exciting you would rather to this watch man. a man find porn than someone see color for the first time <laughs> I have seen people see color for the first time. I've seen that. Yeah. I, I, I'm not the blind. I haven't seen somebody who is blind who can now see, but I've seen they have those glasses. I showed you a video uh-huh. of uh, these these uh, battle rappers who on their uh, spare time saved up enough money to get a fellow battle rapper Aww. those uh, sunglasses that you put on. Heart of gold. And it makes somebody who um, could not see color. Uh, color blind, if you will, um, it it makes them see color. Um, I don't. It just it. Uh, I guess replicates the rods and the cones that were missing. Yeah. In this person's uh, 
I question yeah real quick and it was actually let me just finish this story it was very sweet to watch this video and yeah. it made me tear up you love that video i did because it really the and the real reaction this guy got by first of all he was surprised by this gift right and then when he was looking at stuff he was like oh yeah i think i understand and then the guy was like yeah but look down he was wearing an la lakers jersey yeah and i think this guy could never see purple before wow and so he he said no look at your jersey and the guy looked down at his jersey and like you could see it him immediately snap and be like oh my like this rush of emotion of this guy being like whoa this is i've never this i've never seen this before yeah and he was emotional and the people around him were really enjoying it yeah you know stuff like that gets you so do you think we should take this podcast off the grid? I think we should probably take it <laughs> off the internet. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely not, you know, good. Um, so, okay. It's great. People love it. Ash, I'm trying to be funny on this depressing ass pod <laughs> that we're putting out. love it. Got uh, Noki the dog. He's whining in the background. I'd like to take a break and move him. Hi guys, we're back and I just want to let you know that we are ending the podcast now. We have tried to make this work and you know what? It just didn't, but we recorded some stuff we liked and so Nick is going to make sort of a Frankenstein's monster out of our bits from today and I hope you enjoyed them. I promise we'll be back with more um, on Wednesday and even more on Monday and you know sometimes that's just how life works and we really appreciate you of course thank you so much for listening I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts why don't you go ahead and give us five stars for some reason <laughs> on our podcasts um we're at uh, at Reality Blows Pod on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram by searching my name, Nick Maritato. Ashley is Ashley B. Roberts on Twitter. Um, and if you want to email us, we're realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. Um, this was a shortened episode, as Ashley, as Ashley said before, but it is far too late <laughs> to get into uh, all the stuff that I want to get into about 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days, uh, which eventually I will be doing uh, a larger amount of speaking about on this podcast. And maybe we can get Ashley to watch an episode or I'm two. I'm thinking about it. And uh, she can actually, uh, you know, uh, we can hear what she thinks about this thing as well. Um, and, uh, you know, hey, it's a bummer. We couldn't give you a full episode. We gave, we gave you about three quarters, about halfway through. We gave you a snack. Something. But honestly, guys, uh, this is life. And uh, we're in a situation <laughs> in which we are unable to record without stopping over and over again. And it is not good. <laughs> and so we're going to cut our losses and end it here. But thank you guys for sticking around. And honestly, go and listen to one of our other podcasts. I mean, the, the, we've put out quality entertainment. Yeah, we did three podcasts last week. Yeah, and they were all awesome. Check that out. So go check those out. We'll be back on Wednesday with a recap of uh, the challenge final reckoning. And as uh, for now, um, time to go to bed. <laughs> Bye.